Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm great. Everything is wonderful on my end. Uh, how are you on this beautiful afternoon? Oh, um, I am doing well. Um, I had a really lovely evening uh, last night. I uh, went to a really nice um, steakhouse that I had the pleasure of going to uh, once before um, called Nick and Sam's and really, really delicious. Really enjoyed it. Just, it was great. Mm, so Wonderful. The food yeah. looked delicious. Oh, it okay. was. Pleasure um, of the evening. Also, Ma, um, you know, once we do our toast today, um, we got a toast to Lamar Jackson because we've been giving him so much flat for all these months. He signed that deal, Ma. He signed a $260 million deal for five years. At least, you know, the, there's an intention for him to sign it, the expectation. So congratulations to him. With who? His same team? The same team. With the oh, Ravens. Who knew? Who yeah. knew the way they were going? Yeah. And who so knew? and so this is technically now the most lucrative contract in NFL history. So we don't have all to, the details. So he had to have five million more than Jalen. Well, you know how they do. You once you set the market, yeah. you know, if you yeah. if you're an elite quarterback, you don't necessarily have to be better than the person before you. But if no, I know that. That's, I know that it. because when has Lamar Jackson played? Is he is he injured and wounded? He's injured a lot. Yeah, he right, better get himself right, together. He better right. get himself together. This we don't we don't know all the details. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know we don't. We don't know that detail. Like uh, if you two broke down the play, you will only be getting minimum wage. <laughs> You know, right. You don't yeah, know we didn't about that. You're right. Yeah, You're I'm right. pretty sure that the that the finances aren't that crazy. You know, All right, they, they're not gonna buy a pig in the poke. And he's not even a pig in the poke because he's shown that he's been injured. Yes. Okay. He has been. So yeah. come on now. They ain't crazy. Yeah. Right. Them things like who's that who said, Oh, Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown agreed to that deal but did anybody <laughs> offer him that deal oh yeah Antonio Brown posted yeah, on uh, a social media uh, uh, agreed to that deal but did anybody else agree to that yes but uh, for everybody listening uh, Antonio Brown posted on social media that he's signing with the Ravens for such and such amount of course, the Ravens did not agree to that. There was no actual contract or agreement with the you know other party so um Anyway, Ma, so let, let's do a toast to him, and we're, we're sipping on some Highway Vodka. Okay. All right. Let's raise our hands. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Let's raise our glasses. We can raise our hands, too. But let's raise our glasses to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and good health to Lamar Jackson. Good health. Help. We know the wealth is coming with it, but you got to have that good help. Okay? Good help. Um, yep. Salud. Salud. Delicious. Okay. Pretty very strong. Okay, yeah. Mom. So we only have, okay. To all the listeners, we are going to be going to the movie soon, okay? I just want to put that out. So we are reviewing Scream 6, which is on Prime and also on Paramount. And so this stars Jenny Ortega, Wednesday, uh, Melissa Barrera, 
Hayden Penitentiary and Courtney Cox. There is no Dave of Dave. There is no Nev Campbell in this uh, installment of Scream Six. So it's four survivors of the Ghostface murders, uh, and they leave their small town behind to start fresh in New York City. The major characters are in college now, and then the older sister is uh, living in an apartment near her younger sister, uh, played by uh, Jenny Ortega. And so, um, of course, you know, somebody's out to get them, get the main four again. And um, my, I thought that for what it was, I, I thought it was entertaining. You know, obviously it's a, a lot of silliness and cuckoo stuff going on, but yes. this had a little bit of a story to it and it kept my interest up. And I thought this was better than the last Scream movie that I saw. I didn't like the last Scream movie at all. What are your thoughts, mom? Um, You know, it, it's, kind of more of the same I thought uh, I thought probably the first one was the best one uh, but oh yeah it was the first, first one was the best one yeah so I mean it was kind of more of the same and um, uh, you know I hope they're finished I don't think they are I think it'll just go on and go on and on and on like a Halloween or you know others of the genre but mm -hmm. I guess I guess Halloween probably sets this is, is the standard I guess right right so um, it was funny, entertaining, too violent, too gory, too nonsensical, um, you know, but it, like I said, in that genre, I guess it was um, okay. I guess it was fair. I watched it all the way through. Um, you know, it had very little story to it. And it was, you know, about, uh, you know, vindictiveness, revenge, and, and you know, too violent and too kind of cuckoo all the way around but um you know overall i guess it was okay oh and um you know shout out to uh, mason gooden gooding uh cuba gooden jr's son he i hadn't seen him i would have really never anything. recognized him no family resemblance i really need to see the mother he must look like the mother or some other relative mm -hmm. i didn't see anything i mean i understand you know all the different elements involved and i just didn't see anything mm -hmm. of, of cuba gooden jr in him at all no, I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I didn't. I had no clue. And if you, if you hadn't told me that that was his son, I would have never guessed it. Right. You know, forget complexion and hair texture and all that. I didn't see any facial features, any <laughs> physical features, just nothing. No voice, no gestures. You know, I just didn't see any of his father. Okay. But I guess he's, you know, satisfied that he is the father. So okay. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm going to give a uh, scream. I'm going to give it um, premium, but I'm going to probably go with a 5.5 premium. Okay. okay. Um, what are your thoughts? Ma? What are I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a premium also, but I'm going to give it a five. A five premium. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to okay. give it a five. I can't really muster up much more than that. I think the sisters were pretty good. The sisters could fight good. They were pretty tough. I did like that part about it. Um, other than that, eh, you know, other yeah. than that, not, not, not much more. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So let's move on. Uh, well, one thing is it was a more representation in, in uh, Scream 6 when, between Latin and, you know, African-American and biracial and Asian. So that was one, one, one cool thing I forgot to mention. And LGBTQ. Oh yes, an LGBTQ and everything. Yeah, I a yep. Oh, they okay. did. Well, that's what helped them get a five. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah in my opinion, that helped them get to the five. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, so let's talk about um, Dear Mama, which is a, sort of like a documentary. And it's the story of Afini Shakur and, of course, Tupac on Hulu and is directed by um, Alan Hughes, one of the, you know, uh, popular uh, brothers, a twin brother duo directoral group. Um, and it explores the legacy of Tupac and, of course, his mom. And um, I'm going to say, and from my point, mind you, just tell me what you feel. It's a pretty mm. honest depiction of both uh, Pac and his mother. And it yeah. definitely doesn't paint them in a you know perfect light, more of like reflection and the impact. In particular, to me, that Tupac had um, his mom, you know, to a certain extent. Um, but to me, it, it was all about Tupac. I, I don't know what your yeah. thoughts were. Oh, yeah. Well, well, to me too. Yeah, sure. It, it's about her to some extent now. It's a, you know, there's, there's the, you know, the, uh, you know, combination of her impact on him and her life mm-hmm. and how it impacted him, of course. And because I think she was probably the, if not one of the, the major influence in Tupac's life. Mm-hmm. So it's about her to that extent. But it was absolutely about Tupac. And you know what? It's, 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 you know, it's engaging, it's compelling, and it's also very heartbreaking for me. Yeah. You know, you you don't want to turn your eyes away and you don't want to see it because we know the end and and you know what it was. And it just makes you, it just breaks your heart more. Mm-hmm. see all he came through and you know the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs and the intensity of his short life mm-hmm. and then bam and then the end of his life for 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 almost no reason for almost the opposite of what he really felt in his heart yeah you know so it just is kind of heartbreaking you know I'm I'm watching it and and it's very interesting. It's a lot what we always know, but it's just a kind of far more intense and in depth mm-hmm. than what we usually see. And uh, and and it's just sad. It just makes you um, it just makes you want to cry over and over again. Mm-hmm. His life, yeah. And then you know, and then well, because it, of the shortness of his life, the shortness, mm-hmm. right? And then you know, right. when he when he passed away, um, you know, I was 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 a kid. Um, without revealing my age, of course, but I was a kid. And yeah. you don't really think about how young he was until you get older and, you know, and just kind of see how much more life, you know, what could have been. Um, but he 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 definitely left his mark, um, you know, here. And, um, you know, we, we'll always listen to his music. And it's just, it's just very sad to me. It's, it's, um, I'm gonna, it's absolutely heartbreaking. I'm going to finish it, but, but yeah. uh, you know, it's yeah. five, five well, me parts. Too. Me too. Uh, but but, I, but I do. it's not anything that, it's not a joyous, you know, documentary. That's for sure. No, no. You know, so. um, but I do, I, I would recommend watching it. I would. But it, uh, um, however, it is very good. And, you know, and it's good to, to, um, uh, to just sort of, I don't want to say pay homage to him, but in some ways this is an, an homage to, mm-hmm. you know, to him, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so in that sense, um, in that sense is good. In that sense, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they made it. 
And one other thing that I wanted to point out to my was I wasn't aware, and I think you, that you were aware um, that his mom had a severe uh, drug addiction mm-hmm. and that, uh, you know, she dealt with for most of her adult life, you know, and uh, I think the last five years of Tupac's life. According, was, according to self-report, she so, says the last five years she was clean. She was clean. And mm-hmm. so, and I and I think she also felt once, once Pac wrote Dear Mama that he had forgiven her. And I think that was really, I think that was really cool. And the name of this documentary is, is Dear Mama. So I just wanted to point that out. Oh, yeah. So, you know, oh, definitely yeah. go, go watch it, guys. You know, definitely yeah. tune in. Oh, yeah. And it, and it was good that she did see him have, a, you know, a, a, so much success. And, mm-hmm. you know, he brought her the house and, you know, and it was to the point where she could go shopping and mm-hmm. do everything, you know. So um, that was wonderful because he wanted to share that with her. So yeah. that part was was wonderful. But um, it's 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 very intense. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a, a tearjerker. Well, we kind of know that already going in because yeah. we're in. So um, I'm I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna. Do we want to rate it? Are you? We, I mean, we can rate it if we'll you want. We haven't it. finished it yet, right, so I don't right. know. It, it isn't finished, but you know, up to this point, it it really is very interesting. You definitely very top intense. show. I would yeah, say, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and you know what? And also, kudos to. Um, the Hughes brothers. Alan, Hughes. It's just it's just Alan Hughes. It's not it's the, just other the one. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Okay. So, uh, you know, um, kudos to um the one Hughes. Uh, Alan. Hughes. Yeah. To Alan, Alan Hughes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So we're gonna talk um a little bit about uh our book of the month from the Bambushi Happy Hour Book Club, which is Night Crawling, um by leela motley uh and this is a new york times bestseller and also an oprah book club pick and it is a story of a 17 year old girl um kiara johnson who's been subjected to immense pain and tragedy Uh, her father died when she was young and her mother was uh arrested and eventually she went to a halfway house and you know uh she so kiara wound up just living with her older brother and um you know due to many many different pitfalls uh she resorted to uh being a sex worker at the age of 17 years old and this is um semi based on from my understanding a true story uh in which Kiara also starts having sex with the the people in the police department with the men in the police department and this takes place in Oakland. Uh, and so, Ma, you tell me what your thoughts are on it. Um, and I have a couple of people who, you know, wrote in to us about um, Nightcrawling. So go ahead, Ma. Okay. So um, what I want to say about Nightcrawler is that it just really is very bleak. Most of it, okay, <laughs> is very, very bleak. Um. It, it, I was angry throughout most of it. Okay, I was angry throughout most of the story because, um, based on the time and and you know the the circumstances, I just really felt that somebody somewhere could have made better choices. Well, I mean, obviously they all could have made better choices, but. 
and and this and this story, like it just sort of that everyone who was faced with making a choice made the worst possible choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can tell spoilers for this. Uh, People all, have, all, you know. Almost all of them. The cops yeah. clearly taking advantage of a kid. That mm-hmm. was obviously the worst choice. Mm-hmm. The one that committed suicide. Not a good choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mommy, what did you do? Did you call, you killed your baby? What choice was that? Mm-hmm. What choice were you making at that time? Brother, what choice were you making cursing out everybody and not taking a job when you knew you needed someplace to live? Right. And, you know, and over and over again, you kept choosing not to go get a, a job with a regular paycheck mm-hmm. where you and your sister could have paid and your sister didn't have to be out here. I would have had a real hard time forgiving my brother for that. Mm-hmm. Because, and you know, why couldn't you go and put in your hours, uh, you know, getting a, a guaranteed paycheck and then go on over to the studio mm-hmm. and, and get your grind in? If you're really trying to work that hard, yeah. why was the option you don't care if I'm subjected to it, risking my life out in the street, walking the street, being just an independent uh, prostitute? Mm-hmm. You know, with with no backing or anything. Well, I mean, it's dangerous. I'm not look. I'm not ever saying there's a better way. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's just all there's there's a safer way, mm-hmm. but it's all terrible. You know. And she begged him, and he mm-hmm. wasn't trying to hear it. And 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 the mother was still manipulating, even when she was uh, over in the jail or the halfway house or wherever mm-hmm. she was. Yeah. She was still manipulating her kids. Mm-hmm. You know. And I don't know. And just and the uncle. You know, mm-hmm. why is it just total, total severance of his relationship with mm-hmm. them? Why couldn't he have been a little more supportive and had his independent life mm-hmm. over in a, a different part, you know, a different part of the state or wherever he was? Mm-hmm. You know, why Why yeah. was it that everybody, so she was forsaken mm-hmm. and, why, and why did Dee just go and leave her child and don't pay rent? And then when people, we understood she was on drugs, but then, you know, when, you know, people stepped up to take care of her little son, she's as nasty with them. All right. You don't have to answer. Why was everybody, I, I spent most of my time just being angry. With well, all- well, you know what, my, it was a lot of frustration. Um, You know, you and I, you know, talked about this, you know. Uh, and, and I said like, you know, some of the, I just couldn't understand some of the choices and just in general, listen, nothing, I, listen, I have nothing against, uh, you know, sex work, you know, um, however, you know, obviously she was in her age and this was something that, you know, was illegal because of her age. Um, but I, but I think now with stuff like that, we have like only fans, even though this was not that long ago, this was still, you know, well, that's what I'm recent. saying. That's what I'm um, saying. At the time, they had better options. They Those had, she had her cell phone and right. she all that going, you know, at the time this you was, had more options. This than, was like 2015, 20 years you know, for that's sure. That's what I'm saying. You know, um, the, the choices that they were making those were not they had other options they did and they, have, they didn't have to be that broke they didn't know they didn't but what what i wanted to say my about a quick thing was about like only fans you know because people you know talking you know about only fans and there's some some people have neck a negative uh view of, of only fans at least it allows a safer safe. environment. You feel safe, right? Well, right. That's, that's the whole thing. Yes. Forget about your morals. Forget my morals, your morals. Because look, we all got different things we do, so we can pass judgment any type of way. It right. doesn't matter. Your judgment is no better than mine. So it right. 
about that. But why are you subjecting yourself to just every possible dangerous element under the sun? Right. That's the part. That's why I, why I got so angry with the brother. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets a job, he's making a little money, and then he gets mad and cuts the people out in the club. Right. He doesn't want to wait on them. Right. You know, so, just, what you doing, so what you doing when you're begging? What right. You doing street begging when you have right. If I got five dollars, guess what? I can buy a burger or ten dollars, well, whatever it is. I can buy a burger. If I have nothing, I'm beg. I'm hungry. Well, my, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get a little personal without saying anybody's information and all this other stuff. Well, you know that not. I have a staffing agency, and you know that sometimes I get really upset when there are people who I know have the potential to do better, and they just decide that they want to lose. They just right. decide that they want to give up an opportunity well, to make well, decent money. Well, wait a minute. But well, wait a minute. But you, but but the people you work with make a g- excellent money. They make real good money too. Yeah. They ain't they ain't talking about Mickey Mouse minimum wage. They make right. good money. That's okay? true. Right. So, so so they really are being extra trifling. Right. You know? Right. You know? So that's a whole. So, that's a, on a different so, level. So yeah. Know? So. Yeah. But um, but my every you brought up you so know excellent points. It was like everyone just you know she was forsaken by all you know like almost everyone. All right, you know, right. including her own good judgment. You You're know, right. so it, was, it just made me very very angry. So Most let, of it made my, me angry. Let let me put a couple of comments that we had. Go. Um, you know, uh, that you want to read that we want to read, right? Uh, so this is from from Kim. Uh, night crawling is not an easy book to read it makes us care about people and then forces us to watch them as they stumble and fall night crawling made me feel deeply blue in my heart and soul but the book's ending brought me great relief it was upbeat but still realistic in its own way the book's ending redefined family to include the people who help lift you up in the times of trouble Mm-hmm. That was from Kim. I love hearing that. And then Zach, uh, you know, said there are many uncomfortable scenes in this in this book um, that had my heart, had me hurting in my soul. And he also said um, some of us will probably never relate to what Kiara went through in these pages. Uh, but I recommend that you give this book a try. And I thought that was cool from Zach. And then mm-hmm. we have Melva. Finally, while I don't hate this book by any means, I think the hype around it has definitely done it a disservice in my eyes. I think Motley is a good storyteller with a strong voice and style all her own. Um, I think you really, really, I think you can really like this book and so many people have. From my perspective, with a different editor, I think this book could have been way stronger and even more impactful. I appreciate the story. I enjoyed Kiara as a character and following her journey, but the delivery of that information on a sentence level left something to be desired. So I don't know what you think about, you know, any of those comments, mm-hmm. mom. You know, okay. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's people's opinion. So, you know, so, thank you for, you know, for sharing your perspectives for those, right. you know, that you read. Thank you. And, yeah. for, and for everyone else that wrote in, thank you. We you know, really, for sharing your perspectives. We, yeah. yeah. We really do. Um, we really do appreciate that. And, um, you know, if you have not 
read or listened to Nightcrawling, we highly um, recommend that you do because it's interesting. Oh, last thing, my, you know, the author, when she wrote it, was 19 years old when she wrote this. So that's even more. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That explains oh. a lot. Right. So I okay. love that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going to get into some TV shows, Ma. Um, we will discuss, uh, uh, what is it? Big Door Prize uh, next week. We'll get into Ghosts next week and also Love and Death. But we want to start off uh, with Beef starring um, Ali Wong and Steve Yen. And this is the story of Amy and Danny who let a road rage incident slowly take over their entire world. Um, things start to crumble in, Am in Amy's life, uh, which seems perfect at the beginning, which we know there's no such thing. And then Danny, we already see that his life is um, chaotic and he is financially unstable. Um, but they both are very broken people. Now, my, I'm um, only about up to episode four. Uh, so what are your thoughts on on beef so far? I think I, I, I'm enjoying beef. I think beef is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Once again, beef is what it's an over the top overreaction to everything. People mm -hmm. whose emotions are out of control and they they are looking for some sort of emotional outlet. And they're using this road rage thing as their kind of reason for being, reason for doing. Everything is taking over their lives. Um, uh, the female lead. Ali uh, Wong. Um, yeah. Who is um, dating uh, Bill Hader. Okay. So Ali, um, she is, her character is full of what? Is she full of greed? Is she full of ambition? Is she full of sexual frustration? She has a beautiful home, a beautiful family, a handsome husband, a good paying job, but yet she's being pushed to go further on her job. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's got, she lives in like a fabulous home, but no, now she wants an even bigger home and she seems to be easily manipulated by her boss or is her boss just happy? How does her boss just happen to understand her and know that she really does want to, you know, go even further and achieve more because she seems to be very prosperous already, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so, I mean, I'm not sure if, she, if that's a lot of manipulation or, or she's really just that greedy, mm -hmm. you know, because she doesn't seem to have any problem spending time away from her husband and her neurotic little daughter. And they're making the daughter neurotic, that's for sure, you know. And um, so I'm not I'm not really sure about that piece of it because then she wants another man in her life, I think, or does or is she just feeling insecure about her husband? Well, you see what her husband is doing. You see well, well how he's I mean, behaving. I didn't get to him yet, but is okay. that is that the way to deal with it? Because if she's trying to keep her marriage intact or, or have her marriage together, is going out getting a, another, developing another relationship the way to do it? Or shouldn't she not. be? Should, shouldn't it be more insular? Shouldn't you be kind of dealing more with your husband? All right. You know, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know who. And then you saw what she did, though. She got she got more upset when she saw 
the husband was flirting on, you know, online. And then we see what the husband is doing. We see the husband is, is masturbating pictures of of women online. Right. And so do you think you should go get a man or do you think you should be sitting your husband down saying, no, we got to work on this. I mean, she should, to me, she's jealous. Is she attack? Does she really, is that what she really just wanted to do all along? But ma, I I don't excuse about her husband. I forgot to look this up and maybe you know uh, uh well a couple things. Uh one is oh well the gun. What was that whole thing with her playing with that gun? What is that? Is there a name for that? Cause she seemed to get like aroused. She really did. Oh, oh, oh I gun. don't know. I don't know. I don't you know, I don't know what she's okay. if it's just a power thing or whatever okay. about that gun. But that's but very I, dangerous. But, but he but he did have that gun knocked away from her for because he knows that that's how she is. Okay. But that he, was strange. He, yeah, he I thought it was that he was trying to control her, you know, but no, no. He gun locked away from her for her own good protection. Yeah. And then yeah. and then and then so. saying to your husband that the sex is vanilla is probably not but a wait a minute, but did you tell him, but did, but then see, that's that, I got a problem with that. You telling me my sex is vanilla. Well, wait a minute, you're here for the sex uh, partner. You're, you're, you're here for this partnership. If it's so vanilla, why don't you introduce the, the rainbows and the chocolates and the strawberries and all that? If well, it's so vanilla, wait a minute, if this is me and you having sex together, how you right. going to say sex is vanilla? Now, wait a minute. What, did you bring any other flavor into it? What is it that you want to do? Did she try to introduce something and the husband said no? Or is it just that he's vanilla with you because you presenting as vanilla? That's true. You know, when people say that, I look at them sideways. Because well, I'm like, well, well, wait a minute. Uh, what's going to change it? You're in it. You're part of it. What's right. going to change it? That's true. You know, I could say to my husband, listen, what you've been introducing to me, what we've been doing is, you know, I want to expand. I want to do something else. And you know, me and you, we do this, that, 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 that. How am I going to say to you the sex is vanilla? I'm here. I'm here. I, 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 you know, I got some ideas and you can get some too. And guess what? And maybe you've been doing vanilla because that's what you thought. Let's communicate. Let's see what we want to do that ain't vanilla. What? What's? Is oh, the, wow, man. Here's my thing. But if I'm telling you the sex is vanilla and then I say, oh, yeah, honey, our sex is vanilla. And then I walk the hell away. Is that the end of our marriage? Is that the end? No. Is that how you take care of it? Then you deal with it. You deal with it, right. When is it going to be not vanilla? If you just say it's vanilla and you walk away. How crazy is that? No. I'm All right, my, we we need that's to we I'm need saying. to move on, but okay, that's why I'm saying I don't know how much of it is her. Her, but right, we, Ma, right. we need to move on. But we didn't say really much at all about Danny. We didn't say much you know, about CBN, about his character, who you know is just very. Uh, uh, I guess he's insecure and you know underpaid, and he just seems to be down on his luck completely. And so I don't know what's going on, but look like he getting ready to do some. Um, some some bank fraud or something. <laughs> yes. I don't know how he's going to get that. What is one hundred and twenty thousand dollars or whatever? He's trying to get something, yeah, years or whatever. <laughs> well, he's got that criminal cousin who seems to make plenty of money when he's not in jail. Yeah, and you know, but that's sad too, man. Because I don't know if you heard about that cousin. I got to look up the actor's name because by the by next week we'll have it. You know, complete. Um, he supposedly admitted pretty much to like raping um a massage therapist. And this is just uh, you know, alleged. 
and some disturbing um, interview that he did. And so, you know, there's a lot of controversy surrounding him. That actor, that cousin, the actor. I hope he, I hope he so didn't I hope he rape somebody. All right. I, I hope, hope I not hope either. You know, I hope he and didn't. We said alleged because we don't have anybody coming after us. Oh, God, yeah. I hope that's just a false allegation. I mean, it's terrible enough, whatever it is. But I hope that's a false allegation. You know, I, I don't want to hear about any anyone being raped. And I don't want to hear about anybody raping. But beef, but beef is really good. I'm really enjoying it. And I think the husband is very attractive. I think the husband is a little too easygoing, a little too accommodating, but I don't know what that is. But he's not right, Ma. He's not that accommodating. Well, 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 wait a minute, but that's what I'm saying. Underneath that, what is that? Do you really want out or do you want to be free to do what you want to do? You know, within the marriage, right? Because he's very comfortable in that marriage, but I guess he's making good money too. I'm not no, really he doesn't sure. make, he comes from money. Okay, well, well, he's got money. He's not right. depending on her, is all I'm saying. So right. I don't know what goes on with that part either, but he's an attractive guy. Yeah, me, he is nice looking. To me, he's very attractive, so I don't know what else is happening. Okay. All right. So let's, let's um, oh, oh, guys, we recommend, if you haven't started watching Beef, watch it. Oh, yeah, okay? Beef is good. Yeah, Beef, beef is, good. is good. You'll enjoy it. It's, it beef, beef is one that's surprising. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of un, unexpected things going on and if the writers and people they're, they're pretty good they're pretty good. good writers yeah oh we okay. also got to talk about barry next week too ma so many shows yeah okay. yeah yeah uh well, so- barry. Oh, yeah okay. yeah okay. secession so an uh, excellent episode by uh kendall and roy or uh, seemingly trying to tank the deal with uh with uh lucas Matson played by Alexander Skarsgård, who is just excellent in the role. I love him in this role. He He's another person to me who uh, is a really good actor and may not get as much credit because he's you know, very attractive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I loved it. And Shiv, um, Ma, you made me rethink some thoughts about Shiv in this episode yeah. uh, where she appeared to be pretty level-headed uh the only level-headed person when it came to trying to get this deal done yeah. now her yeah. and tom that's this, just a this, disaster this one this one instance she yeah. you know she she did her thing right she so go ahead mom you, in, you, in a very you know in a very finessed kind of way well no i i'm gonna say something that's really very superficial but i always make this observation with with any program i watch because to me it kind of sets the tone i just thought it was just absolutely beautiful where they were and they were in somewhere in way yeah but but somewhere in norway specifically yeah. uh in that area i thought it was magnificent i thought mm-hmm. it was so beautiful now when they were on the lift going over to wherever and they got there and the beautiful you know uh, oh my god the, the mountains were majestic and then and they were having a roast what were they what, what animals were they cooking they looked like deer or oh, i don't remember oh, oh yeah they had the big animals on the street no no i know i didn't remember what they I, I, don't, I don't know what animal yeah. they were, but it was some kind of animal. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just what I'm really trying to say is that they were having a party over there. That's all I'm trying to say. I don't, you know, I, you know, you, people have different attitudes about, you know, eating animals and all that. But, right. uh, uh, but the, you know, it was just so they were having the oh the atmosphere that everything was so beautiful. I was just crazy about it. I just loved it. It made me want to. I never had any interest in traveling to that, you know, those parts of the world, uh, you know, but uh, I would not mind a trip to Norway. 
I would not mind that. It was just was beautiful. You yeah, know? it looked really beautiful. Um, so I like that. So that set the tone already. Okay, so to me, if I'm come walking into a place like that, I'm already in a kind of good mood, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, the air is, you know, I mean, it's elevated, you know, and the air is pretty crisp and clear, and I'm just feeling good already. Okay, so that's going to put me in a good headspace. And it's like, you could just meditate, right? You know what I yes, mean? Yes, mother. You know? And so I, so I just love that. Um, what I want to say about Shiv is that Shiv, and Madsen developed a rapport. They had like an instant rapport. And, and that was good. And I was glad because Shiv needed that. He did too in a different kind of way. But Shiv really needed it. Shiv right. was good in the advice she gave him regarding his behavior with his uh, ex-girlfriend. That was hysterical. Right. That was so funny. And he opened up to Shiv very easily. And Shiv was non-judgmental and just very matter-of-fact. Mm -hmm. you know, I like that. It gave him some real good straight advice. Let's let's just use some common sense to turn this thing around, you know. And and that was good. And and he said to Shiv, and he felt confident in saying to Shiv, you know, what do you think it's going to take to make this deal happen? Yeah. And Shiv, and Shiv said, more money, money, yeah, good money. Okay. So the two brothers, Heckle and Jekyll, <laughs> dumb and dumber. Okay, they go, we're going to screw this up. Yeah, man, we're going to do it. We like to run this business. We're going we to screw this up. We're going to screw this up. They meant to screw it up. That wasn't mm -hmm. any kind of strategy. What happened was boomerang. Right. They walked all that smack. Roman said every vile, nasty thing he could think of. But, but I understand where Roman was coming from. Wait I don't know. As he always does, as he is good for doing. Okay, yeah. that's like his strength. That's his weaponry. You know. Okay. And and uh, in, in my opinion, because but he, don't he, you think? Don't you agree with what he said though? It was everything there. What he said was right. Whoever okay. said it wasn't. Okay. That, what that hey? What that got to do with the price of eggs? Because after he finished saying that, guess what? Ring, ring. Okay, yeah. now let's get a 165 a share. Let's go to 182.50 or whatever it was they it said. Was a, it was a lot yeah. more. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, woo, the board, the, everybody's heroes, heroes, heroes. Mm. And, and they got the, right? They got right. the pop their chest up and they're, 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 the, they're the, the heroes. You know, My, you know people can't see your demonstrations. Yeah. Just but, anyhow, but anyhow, so it, it, you know, it was actually boomerang. Right. But they felt good. They felt right. proud because they were given the credit for having wonderful business acumen. When in fact, Shiv was laying in the cut. She, well, she did cut. something right. Yeah, you know, she was laying in the cut. And she took the picture and he said, remember Max said, send me a picture of their faces, you know. And she took the picture and she said, it, I, I thought it was just really sweet. I thought it was really the only down thing in there was Tom and her. I but can't, anyway, those two. This oh, is that's the only that's the only good in in the whole episode. The episode right. was really good. It was yeah. really good. I enjoyed it. Really good writing. Oh, okay. 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 So my let's let's move on. We got. Uh, I was going to talk about the last thing he told me. If you want to talk about that briefly, because we really need to get into Ted Lasso. This uh, was you. You can say the whatever the the, la the last the thing. Stuff. The it's last okay. thing he told me is okay. It's very mediocre um, at this point. Um, you know, it's uh, Hannah and Bailey, which is, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Jennifer Garner and her stepdaughter. 
they're right. on the run. Um, to me, it's too slow moving. Um, I'm not as in the last I saw it, they were over at the university going through in Austin. And, oh gosh. Yeah. And then, and the the way it ended, there was a woman who looks like the stepdaughter Bailey, you know, obviously older, um, right. who we think is her mother. But if that woman is her mother, then the person that Bailey thought was her mom is not, her, not mom. her mother. So right. it's just, a, it's right. just a lot of confusion. So I'm gonna, we'll follow up with this one probably in a couple of weeks, maybe that next week, and see what we okay. get because we'll it's slow moving. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's get in. Let's get into Ted Lasso, ma, because uh, this was a this was another really good episode. But you know, like I said, I've had some issues with relationships in Ted Lasso this season that I'm not happy with. Um, you know, first off, starting with Nate and Nate pursuing his crush, uh, I guess her, her name is Jade. And I don't have any type of a strong emotional connection to Nate at this time. To me, he's going to have to do a lot of uh, redemption, a lot of, you know, trying to redeem himself for me to even care yeah. about yeah. how yeah. happy he is. Because Nate has been so nasty. And even his gestures, even that Bit thing he mm-hmm. does is he didn't do it this episode. No, I, I noticed that like, he did not. Yeah. I noticed that he did not. They need to get rid of that because he's yeah. got a nasty personality and that's a very nasty gesture. Yeah. You know, so uh that that's nothing to endear, you know, him to anyone. Right. You know? right. And and you you don't root for Nate. You really don't care about him because he's so nasty. Right, right. And uh, the, well, this episode really was about Sam. And I love that they, you know, it was the focus was mainly on him and his restaurant, Ola. Um, and his how, dad, Ola. And, right. And how yeah. it was vandalized in this episode because Sam, you know, spoke out against, you know, some right wing BS, you know, because the secretary, and this was, you know, false, it wasn't real, um, and the UK was turning away you know, loads of Nigerian refugees and, um, you know, also telling him to pretty much shut up and dribble, which alluded to my, if you remember in 2018, this was directed at LeBron James and KD from uh, Fox News uh, host, Laura Ingram. And so I love the fact that the team came together to, um, you know, help revitalize the, the, the restaurant, the restaurant, yeah, and the absolutely. dad, and the dad was absolutely. so sweet. Ma. Go ahead. Oh man, the, the dad was a sweetie pie. The dad was, um, he was there. He was supportive for real. He was comforting to his son. He had words of encouragement. He was all about it. You know, he was all about his son. He was he was uh, actually a lot more optimistic than his son was. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 he he was supportive and encouraging without pushing because he wanted to go to the restaurant, but then the son didn't want to go, and mm-hmm. and then at some point, you know, he sort of cajoled his son into going. You know, mm-hmm. and and he went, and this and the whole team was there doing their thing and helping rebuild and and just everything. And I thought it was just really good. And dad said, come on, let me fix you all something to eat. And the mm-hmm. dad was back there cooking and dancing. And dancing. Yeah. I love that. Get down. You know, oh, yeah. I, I just loved it. It was so good. He had in his traditional attire. I just loved it. And, it he, was- and he was big and he was a big guy. You know? Yeah. I just I, loved it. I, I loved I, it. I, yeah. I, I love yeah. I love that storyline. A storyline that I didn't like, Keely and Jack. And uh, this was a, that 
Keely was being love bombed by Jack. And for people who don't know what love bomb is, it's when a person um, pretty much tries to buy your affection. Right. With all these grand gestures, they right. call it. Yeah. Right. right. A bunch I, of I, I'm not feeling Keely. I'm not. I'm not feeling Keely either. And and I'll tell you, uh, I'm not feeling Keely because Keely, I'm like you. I just see opportunistic when I look at Keely. And, you know, you you sort of fall in love very easily. Why everybody you get with you so close to them all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. There's no there's no gradual getting to know each other. It's just bam, boom, you know, Um and do you ever fall in love with somebody that's a like a regular person that doesn't have something, no. you know, where, where you can no, get it from? Doesn't. No, right. Keely doesn't, you know. And so, eh, I'm not, I, you know, no, they need to do, I think they're going to do a whole lot of character development with Keely too, because they just have her like a dippy uh, high schooler or something, you know? Right, right. And that's not who she is supposed to be. Right. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And, and then my finally the team. Um, and obviously Ted and his um mushroom experience that he had from the previous episode, it um, you know, allowed Ted to draw up some, you know, different plays that he would have never envisioned had he you know had experienced that trip from mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And and the team performed a lot better, but they still lost. Yeah. Um, but well, I think you know, they also the team also had their various experiences too. So I don't know. I think it's going to have to be everything coming together, the coach and the players, you know? So uh, yeah. I don't know. We we have a little bit more to see with that. I think Jamie, you know, Jamie seems to be putting forth this extra effort toward things. I think something is going to happen with that. You yeah. know, I think he's going to, because, you know, he's not performing as well as he used to. Remember, he was the man at mm -hmm. one point. Yeah. And now he's just sort of, and, you know, has been kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and and it's sort of premature for him to be in that has been status. Right. You know, we think it's like his head and his attitude, you know. Yeah. So um, now they're sure doing all these grueling training sessions and all that. So let's see what he's going to do. You know, like maybe he's going to come back and. And, you know, give the team what the team really needs, because I think Roy is where he needs to be as a coach. Yeah, I think he I think, he, I think, I think he's he, a much better coach than Ted, but I'll just he's a he's a he's a totally better coach. But Ted is there. Ted should be a, the a therapist, the, the mascot, oh, mascot, the no, not even a therapist because he doesn't know. Okay. He, doesn't, he doesn't need to be the therapist. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> All right, man. So another good episode, you know. Overall, yeah, take that so good as well. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my, we're gonna get into some, I guess, out of pocket or on the money. So well, especially for this one. So my, so you know that the Milwaukee Bucks um lost in the first round. They were uh, number the number one seed, and they lost to the number eight seed, uh, which was the Miami Heat, and it was unexpected. However, Giannis um he started the first game, didn't play the second game, um, and then you know he I think he played in like the last two games, but the last game that he played, he missed like thirteen free throws, so he was like ten of twenty three. Definitely not good. Uh, Selma, um, here, I want you to tell me what are your thoughts on this? So he was asked at the end of the game about, did he think the Bucks had a, a failure of a season? Or do you think the season was a failure? And he said, oh my God, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. 
do you get a promotion every year? No. So every year you work is a failure? Yes or no? Every year you work, you work towards a goal, whether it's to get a promotion, to take care of your family, or to be able to provide a house for them to take care of your parents, you work towards a goal. There is no failure in sports. There are good days, bad days. Some days you're able to be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports about. You don't always win. Some others go, some others going to win this year. Someone else is going to win. It's as simple as that. So I'm not going to go into, he talked about Michael Jordan played 15 years and won six championships. So do you think Giannis is out of pocket or on the money with this? On the money. Absolutely on the money. I mean, there's many other things that you could add to that or this or that, but I think he's absolutely on the money. Okay. How, why, why would you call his year a failure? Well, it, well, okay. I think it was you a disappointment. Di- oh, well, that's a failure and disappointment is two are different. different. Right. And I right. think that the person yeah. who asked the question should have phrased it differently. Right. A disappointing of a performance means one that you're not happy with, that you mm-hmm. hoped it would have been better, expected it to be better. Um, you know, like if I expected to get an A and I got a B, I might be disappointed, but I'm not a failure. Well, what if you got an F? An F is a failure. Okay. And what would he, what would they have done? What would have happened? What did they need to do in order for him? And I would have been disappointed that I got that failure. (laughs) I would have been a disappointment at a failure, but you can be one without being the other. Yes, I don't. I think the whole thing about failure is not good. To say disappointing would have been the key word. And I think that's where the reporter was. But it it wasn't disappointing. If you're the number one seed. But he didn't say it wasn't disappointing. He he didn't say it wasn't disappointing. That's what I'm saying. The reporter should have said that. And so I I understand what Giannis is saying. Giannis Giannis is exactly right for speaking whatever he spoke. Now, he might have went in the back and started crying or doing whatever. Well, he but was very he, upset, Ma. Well, well, then he, but he was right to speak his speech. Yes. And he played well for whatever one game and then the other ones he was injured. And then the last game he messed up because he didn't shoot free throws. Nobody was more disappointed than they were. You know, the that team ran. itself, they, they were very disappointed, I'm sure. So, like I said, I think the issue here was in, in, in the, the words. I think he should have used a different adjective. That's what the yeah. reporter. Well, well, different words mean different things. He was trying to be maybe a little bit mean or nasty. Sometimes they're trying to be like that. You use it, you know, like I can say, hey, sweetie, or, or hey, B, you know, when I mean something different. No, you could be calling me Beyonce when you say that. that's what you, right? Okay. Mm, right. <laughs> All right. So my, uh, this is more of not of out of pocket or on the money, but just kind of a little bit of an update. And uh, Dwayne Wade revealed that he sold his longtime, you know, Florida home of over a decade because he believed the state would not accept his 15 year old trans daughter, transgender daughter. Uh, the house first hit the market at 32 and a half million, but had to be slashed to 22 million, uh, you know. However, he bought it at ten point six million in twenty ten. So they still walk out. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so this was like a beautiful home. But he still he still he sold it because he just wanted to get rid of it because he was he, he wanted to get rid of it. Right. And it yeah. was eleven thousand six hundred and ninety square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are your thoughts on this, Ma? 
And good, he's good now living Rock. in California. Good on Rock. Good for him. Rock. Didn't you say Rock, The Rock did it? I said Dwayne Wade. Oh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Dwayne Johnson. I thought you said Dwayne. No, I, I thought you said Dwayne John, Johnson. Rock. Oh, no, that's wonderful. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's wonderful. Okay. Either way, that's no, wonderful. Good Same on thing. him. Well, I will also I will say my not everybody has the luxury of of being able to do that. There are unfortunately that, some that people right. who live He's in good. states where the, the laws be living in Florida anyhow. Right. You know? Well, you know? no state income tax. Yeah, but there's other states with no state income tax too. But yeah, so, like they, here. But they and tend to be Republican right. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of them are Republican too. But anyway, good for you, D Wade. Good for you. I think it was great that he said it. I think it was great that he did it. Um, you know, like I said, unfortunately, there are many people who don't have the luxury of being able to move their family like that. They don't have the resources, but good on you. Yeah. Um, yeah, well. but that well, they don't, you know, listen, you don't have to have all that mon- much money to move. A lot of people with just a few thousand, they move every day. <laughs> you you don't have to get that much to move. There's people who live in Florida and their income is not is not like that, and they can move. But they they will have to just move on their level. Oh, oh! When I get ready to move, I get you know a couple of uh, ten to twenty billion dot million dollars. When I get ready to move, who are you? Hey, I don't know what you do over there. He was already living like that. Come on, I don't know what it is that you do. Okay, all right. Now, uh, next month, respect for that. Good for you, D Wade. Okay, Mm -hmm. my next update uh, is Miss. And this is uh, Knowles. So Beyonce filed a petition in the United States tax court uh, contesting nearly 2.7 million in tax and penalties. The document asked the court to reconsider additional tax and penalties assessed by the IRS. Um, And according to the notice, Beyonce owes $805,850 in additional tax and 101170 in penalty for 2018. And it also states she owes $1,442,747 in additional tax and $285,549 in penalties. All right, just- Okay, well, I'm just saying, she, uh, Beyonce argues in her petition that this was an error on the IRS's part and claims they refused millions of dollars worth of deductions, um, including an attributable to a a charitable contribution Mm -hmm. carryover in 2018. You know, they always messing with black people with their money, right? They're always messing with black people with their money. They do that a lot. Maybe I'm wrong, but they seem to do that a lot. Maybe I'm taking it somewhere I shouldn't, but they seem to do that a lot. No, don't say nothing. Look at all the years they let Trump go. What, what, what do you think that was? Come on. You think they was honest? Please. How they got oh. the money? How they got the money to go through Beyonce's and she's a performing and been performing for years. Why, why would hers be so questionable? Okay. I mean... And here's this man. People have been suing him for stealing. Why is everything we're talking about Trump? Trump gets away with a lot of things that well, other I know, people but don't I'm get just away with. Saying, but well, he's one that we know of. But I'm saying there are others like him. But they seem to always be going after black people. You know, black people when they get a whole lot. What of about money, Elon Musk? What about money? his stuff? Did, didn't they? And didn't they give Jeff Bezos something? Didn't he get some type I of? I don't know. They didn't give him enough. It I didn't matter. Whatever they did. No, but no, no. I don't okay. mean give them. I mean he got some type of advantage. Him and I thought 
Oh yeah. Jeff well, Bezos, I, I, I don't know. I don't, you know, look, good luck, Beyonce. Good luck, Beyonce. That's all. Just mm -hmm. good luck. Yeah, you, just, you you make it okay, but they do. I'm telling you, they target black people. They target very wealthy black people. They do. They always have. They do. Okay. So it's just that plain and simple. Because there's not even that many. How come all of them seem to be getting tax issues? You okay. know, if you don't, don't you think so? Well, I I don't know exactly, but I do know they did that to Wesley Snipes, and I don't think well they that was an extreme, that was a that was a terrible extreme case. I don't think they're doing all that with Beyonce, but they all they they do they target black people. But just they like but they target. I mean, like look what they Shakira, but she's not here. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name, Boris Becker? Like that, you know. So I I don't know. I don't yeah. think it's just. Uh, I don't oh know. well, you talking about in other countries? Well, that's true. Yeah, they don't have black people over there. Imagine what they would do if they did. There ain't nobody black over there wherever they are. <laughs> oh, well, that's true. Okay. Hey, you're right. Good luck to Beyonce. Good luck, babe. Hey, you're going to wind up on your feet even no matter whatever they do. You ain't your hey. Beyonce, you're good. You could just get out there and shake them up and you could get that money right back. So it I'm mean. sure she has the money, but you know. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, we'll I know. leave that alone. I hope I hope everything is okay. I know Beyonce does what she's supposed to do. So and yeah. the IRS is, you know, they are a little crooked. So but mm, all right, way but, crooked. Okay. Mm. Mm. Don't come for us, IRS. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> hey, guess what? You'll never find my millions. I tell you that. Keep looking. You'll never find mine. Go ahead, Peg. Okay. I, dare, I dare you to find mine, IRS. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. So okay. My, uh so Tyrese says that he can pay more than a half million bucks for child support that, you know, supposedly he's owed. Tyrese laid it all out on Wednesday. What? One day after he was ordered to pay six hundred and thirty-six thousand, which two hundred and thirty-six, uh, two hundred and thirty-seven thousand was going to his ex-wife for child support, and almost four hundred thousand was going to her attorneys. So he's not happy about it. He's complaining now. All of this happened, Ma, for him refusing to pay ten thousand dollars a month, which was ordered in last August, and he was held in contempt because he didn't pay. So. Ten, he didn't want to pay ten thousand. Now he's going to have to pay six hundred and something thousand and up some. Right, good. Now he's paying and, multiples of that. Well, he's doing this for the fathers. He's doing this because he, you know, feels that you know they aren't doing right to dads. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, out of pocket or on the money? Dad. Who's that, Tyrese? Tyrese Gibson. Yes, yeah, Tyrese. I understand. Is he crazy? <laughs> what do you mean the fathers? He just need to worry about his own ass. He just need to worry about his own children. The they, fathers. And he has two kids. And $10,000 a month in child support isn't really a for, lot for someone like him. For someone like him. Right. And you and you pay based on, oh, yes, it's just a known fact that fathers, they overpay child support. Yeah, that's a known thing. Right across the board, they all just pay way too much. Yeah. They all are there. They 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 give too much to their kids, too much of their lives and time and money. They're just too great, the fathers. Yeah. They're great, just too great. <laughs> they should be like the negligent mothers. He sounds and you know, Tyrese, he sounds like not a, a good look. Fool. He sounds like a zip zang fool. Yeah, you have That's two children like. that he you are supposed to pay child support. For. But you know what? But you know what? You know what? He need to join some of those fathers right there in the jail. 
He need you know what? Maybe he need to take a little day over in the jail. Well, I don't want anybody to go to jail. I don't want nobody not supporting my kids when they got an ass bucket full of money too. That's true. Okay. That's so true. you think if you think you can talk smack and not support my child and talk shit and hold up the money, guess what? You can go just where the rest of the people go. And most of the people yeah. who go to jail and most of the people who go to jail for not paying child support don't even have the money. But you have the money and you're withholding it, talking about you, you you're advocating for the fathers. Yeah, let's see who you better. You're gonna have to pay somebody to advocate to get your ass out of jail. Now you That's either pay, I'm telling you, he either pay that money or he gonna be over there writing letters and making collect phone calls. That's true. Or either getting a uh 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 what do you call uh what do you call that uh uh the a burner phone? Oh, you know, burner phone. Oh, yeah, one of those burners. Yeah. You know, bootleg. That's what I was gonna say. A bootleg bird of phone. Yeah. Listen, okay. Tyrese, I'm not I'm not supporting you in this. Pay your child support. I'm That's not supporting you either, Tyrese. You sound you sound like a damn slug. Mm-hmm. No, you do mm-hmm. not sound good. I'm not no. happy with that. Okay. okay. Um, this is really I used to one. think you had a nice voice, but I don't even know now. I don't <laughs> even know how to call it now. Nope. My, this is just a, a little update. Um, this is an unfortunate update. Um, but you know, Praz, not from uh, the Fuji's. Fuji's, yeah, yeah. And why okay. Cliff and them? Yeah. Right. So he was accused of funneling money from a, a now fugitive Malaysian financer uh, through store donors to Barack Obama's 2012 re-election campaign. Then um, he was under investigation uh, for influence. And, you know, on behalf of China under the Trump administration. And so he was convicted Wednesday uh, after a trial that included testimony from Leonardo DiCaprio and former U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions. And so he could face up to 20 years in jail. Supposedly, Ma, he received around $100 million from all of this. It's not funny, Ma. Stop. And Leo was there as a friend to Praz, trying to help him out. So, um, what's funny, Ma? I don't know. What is funny? How did Praz get his hands on the money? (laughs) They gave it to him. No, I think he met the guy many years ago. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Because the guy, he helped back films and everything. No. A musician, what yes. the hell happened? How did he deviate from a musician to a damn card man? What happened? He, said he was just trying to get into politics and make some. Extra oh money. my gosh! And he and he managed to steal over a hundred million dollars. They didn't steal oh, them. They gave it to him. He just. He just had to, you know, get take some photos. With oh people my, and, you know, gosh. know. Oh my gosh! How in the world did he get entangled in something like that? Oh, that's just terrible. Oh, he can't really be a criminal. It must be some confusion going on. He must have thought he was signing some kind of record deal or something. I don't know what was going on with that. That's just too crazy. Oh my gosh. That is the word. No, he needs a better lawyer. It's no way he could have intended. And then he was working for President Obama and President Trump. That just all goes together. 
they said that here. <laughs> that advice. Oh my god, that's the craziest thing I ever heard of. Oh, that's ridiculous. Well, good luck, bro. He doesn't have to go to jail because it just sounds really crazy. It just it sounds, sounds like a movie. Something it? is just real crazy. I mean, that is totally foolish. That is real crazy. But okay. All right. So let's just do it. Oh my okay, god. Okay, my um, and so one of your other friends, Nick Cannon, was running his mouth because you know that the red table talk, you know, Jada's show with her mom she's and her daughter. On she's still on no, it well, it's been canceled. I was getting so, ready to say. I mean, so goodness, it took this long to cancel it. Well, no, Facebook Watch, I think they're ending all of their original programming, period. So the show, you know, was canceled because of that. And uh, you know, Nick Cannon, he had some opinions on it. He said if there was no red table talk, then he wouldn't have slapped the S out of Chris Rock. A lot of people think that. And that's, he, that you know, he, that's he kind of where the, I was going. And he called it the toxic table. He said too mm -hmm. much honesty can get your ass slapped in the face. He said that was royalty, Will and Jada. Then they brought it to the table. I don't want to know all their... Oh, I don't want to know all this shit about right, you. Right. You know what? You know what? Now, this is one minute where Nick Cannon was lucid. You know, he has many minutes when he's just completely bananas. But that was one minute when he was speaking good sense. He's He speaks good sense when, about his work. He has a wonderful work ethic. He always got his grind on. He has good sense with that. And he had good sense with this. Other than that, he's a zip-zang fool. Okay. What he was saying is just where I was going. That's why I'm surprised it was still on. Because after that assault incident, I figured it would have just been canceled. That's enough of that. Because people get on there and they get embarrassed and share too much. And, you know, and it just made a fool out of Will. And, you know, and Jada was already was a fool. And wow. then she, and she was bald-headed all the time. I don't know why bald-headed got to be a big thing all of a sudden on the night of the Emmys. You know, I mean, the Oscars, all of a sudden, that was a big thing that had always been going. So it was just that Will was embarrassed with the whole thing. I believe that wholeheartedly. And Red Table was the format, you know, the forum and everything else that they used to discuss it. And they were sharing too much. Nobody needed to know all that. Enough had already been spoken about it. And then they're going to have Will come on there. And he's playing a big damn dummy bozo, you know? He looked like, what do you call them dummies they put in the car? A test car dummy that you put there. Okay. Up there. You, know, like a crash dummy. you know what I mean? Right? He's sitting up there. I did what I wanted to with that young boy. Yeah. Mm. Ma, let's he had a good on. time. Okay. And he's going, yes. And I had to have the understanding, Please. you know. And then when he saw when he saw Chris, and Chris said, "Jada, okay, bye." So you said, "Where Jada fit with her GIJ ball head?" And then that did it. That just, Ma. that just, Please. no, no, no. Okay. You know, and I know that Ma. Nick Cannon is right. So Nick Cannon is on the money for this one. He's totally on the money. I, I think he was totally kind of on, on the money, money about. The show being a little he, extra. He, he, he's totally on the money. That was the worst show they ever had. That show was, it revealed too much. 
You know how sometimes people could tell you things that you don't want to hear and put you in an awkward position? Oh, I, I yes. Okay, sometimes that I show, right here. they really told us more than we needed to know. We already know what Jada did, okay? That had already came out. She didn't have to give a testimony in front of her husband. She didn't okay. need to do that. She didn't need to do that. That should have been a private conversation that they had. My, let's move on because we still have to talk about Married at First Sight. And we've been talking. Oh, go ahead. Come on. Come on. Okay. Uh, Finally, finally, my out of pocket or on the money. You know, Megan the trainer, right? The the singer, Megan Trainer. They call her Megan the Trainer. (laughs) I thought that was Megan the Stallion. Megan Trainer. My bad. I'm thinking of Megan the Stallion. But you know Megan Trainer, you know, the singer. Okay. Yes, all about that bass. Right. So she was on a podcast recently and she says, Mm. I couldn't have sex at all in the first pregnancy. My husband's a big boy. My you know what is broken though. My you know what is tiny uh, to the point of where I'm like, is it all in? And he's like, just a tip. And I'm like, I can't do it anymore. For a year, I was like, do not look at me. Do not touch me. It took me so long to even consider having sex with him. So she is now pregnant with her second child. She says, I wish I could make Daryl, her husband, smaller. It's painful, dude. When I was making this baby, I had to ice myself after. And we're not crazy. I'm a starfish. I'm like, get it done. The aftermath sucks. I'm like, I have to work today and I can't walk. I think she thought she was being funny. She said that she has something the doctor said is vaginite. vaginite. It's probably vaginitis, yeah. (laughs) Vaginism, something. I don't know. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. One thing that she's going too far, okay? She <laughs> needs to be discussing that with her gynecologist. In the first place, she's lying. Because let me tell you something. I don't know what type of woman she is. Maybe she's a real strange one. Maybe she has some extra elasticity, you know, uh, you know, in her vaginal cavity or whatever. But for the most women, they start out very small and close and everything. And then as they have sex more frequently, the, vag- the vagina stretches. The vagina, you don't stay a tight like a virgin forever. In fact, people go back in and try for reconstruction to become (laughs) smaller. You know, the vagina doesn't shrink if you use it. It only shrink if you don't use it. If you are using it, it will stretch. And at some point, whatever size he is, it, it will accommodate if she continues to do it. And she has to use the appropriate lubrications she maybe doesn't understand what she has is involuntary tensing of the vaginal muscles which can make sex uncomfortable okay so then but she can know but then there's something that they can give her to relax those muscles okay it's not a drink right right she's not telling us that bullshit we know better okay if you got a baby out of there Okay, or maybe right. it didn't. Maybe it wasn't a vaginal birth. Maybe it was a, a C-section. I don't know I, what she I did. Don't know. I don't know what she did either. But let me tell you something. You've been with this man on baby number two. You ought to have that part kind of down pat. Maybe like. she said she didn't have sex with him for a year. 
Well, you know what? Maybe you didn't have sex with him, but guess what? (laughs) (laughs) You'll be singing another song soon, okay? Maybe you didn't. Right. (laughs) Why should you be on TV? You are silly, girl. What you doing on TV saying that? You sound stupid. Or podcast. Well, same thing. Oh, gosh, this was this out of pocket, Megan. You way out of pocket. You sound like a fool. You way out of pocket. Is something wrong with your uh, uh, Duke shoot or coochie shoot or whatever? You get that fixed. No, get out of here. Ridiculous. You'll be telling nobody that. That's between you and your man. You get that straightened out. In terms of you didn't have sex for a year. You didn't think that was a problem in your relationship? You think he was good with that? If he was, then you got a different type of problem. Married at first sight by Nicole and Chris. I, what are your, your thoughts on this as we... Uh, Nicole well, will run him right away. If I was him, I'd head for the door. Because she too getting on my nerves and whiny and big mouth. And oh, no, no. Just, just chill and relax because you you think your relationship is so perfect you ain't and he ain't found no right apartment yet because he ain't trying to find one <laughs> she's getting real cuckoo that and whole she, costume she, 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 now see now that was too stupid and he, but he told her he did it but he told her look i did it this time but don't and then wait a minute i ain't trying to say nothing but those costumes wasn't even good Mm-mm. those costumes were so damn stupid i thought the costumes would have been like a little fly or something kind of fun you know something different you know yeah um, the costumes were just just real look like real jerks. They it looked look like, like something kid. you give to your kids to play with. Little kid in the pool. Little kid, right? A float. That's just right. what they look like. They look so stupid, and I know he felt like a damn fool. Oh my God. I think he took it off right away. She and she was stupid and talking about. Uh, the expert said this this spice up out. The experts didn't say put on nothing like that. <laughs> you did not get that for those experts. They have some real shit. They have real sex shit. They don't have nothing looking like that. That, that wasn't sexy like at all. Cardboard or, or foam, rubber or something. I don't know what it was. It was ridiculous. What okay. you looking at? I'm looking at you. Oh, okay. You seem to be looking at something not, not in the studio. I'm looking at, I don't know. Okay, Jasmine and I thought maybe you had your costume there somewhere. You know, <laughs> oh, I need to put it on. Hidden over in the corner. Okay. I see yeah. somebody outside. Nicole, Nicole, Nicole no, listen. Wait, you know I what? see some, somebody outside with a wolf. Oh, no. Oh, no. But you know what? But I forgot to mention this part about Chris, but Chris is the one who wanted the nine months uh, least extent. Yeah, he did. He so did. Why, so why do you think he changed? I don't know. Why is she thinking he changed? Oh, God. You still have your apartment. He still has his apartment. What make you think he changed? I don't know, Ma. And but he I... he could have signed a shorter <laughs> lease than that. Most places have shorter yeah, than Some people have month to month. And you, you, they, most places have month to month. He you didn't have to no pay more. Signing. Yeah, but yeah. No, he didn't have no. They didn't have any, but they both signed it. Well, and, let's, okay, keep let's on. Let's move on to Jasmine and Aries. Yeah, she's so pushing them. Oh, Jasmine. Oh, they've become the wonderful couple now. <laughs> he really appreciates her. He he loves her. She's great. Oh, he misses God. her. They're just great. Everything is just great. He just needs her to keep speaking her mind, boy, and that'll make it great. Great. They're just great. Just just really. Only, what, you know what? Somebody pulled him aside and told him, you better not get on that 
get in front of that camera again and say how you're not attracted to your wife. Somebody got on him and told him that's the only thing he's done differently. He has yeah. not spoken those words in the last he doesn't want her. He doesn't want her. And that, you know, and Jasmine, you know, there's plenty of people who do want you and it's, you deserve it's, it's to no go need find her, them. There's no need in her being concerned about him. Right. Just, it, it, you know, no, it's ridiculous. Really, really ridiculous. ridiculous. Uh, and so Clint and Gina, nothing there. Nothing to me with them. It, it hasn't been from the beginning and it's still nothing there now. And to me, they just want to show hanging out. Gina does not miss the opportunity to complain about Clint. She does not miss one opportunity to say something negative and nasty about him. So Clint, let me tell you something, Clint. I don't know what they got going, but to me, Clint, you got a good attitude and everything. And, you know, one monkey don't stop, no show. And you could just, hey, you ain't got to do number walk to the corner. You know, find somebody to treat you better than Gina. She's not. Oh, please. Ridiculous. And and my finally Shaq and Kirsten, who is the wild card here. uh, But I I don't like them as a couple. I I don't know what you you think about it. I just don't. don't. Wherever you go to finish up your education, whatever, you know, I don't know if you take what you call the red eye or whatever you take to get where you're going hop on it and keep going yeah don't even look back and 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 you know what and Kirsten you need to uh I don't know what you need to do don't don't mention your father to nobody this man who had all three of y'all in one bedroom and yeah. the house your father got for you and and broke up with your mother when you was eight and you holding him up as as an example plenty of us have had different you know family disruptions and everything plenty of people have had that but you holding your your father out to be an example of a good mate, All right? And and a great father. He's neither one of those things. But but He's, ma, you but, know, but ma, ha, I mean, has your thoughts towards Shaq changed at all, or has it remained the same? Because I don't. I like Shaq better in the Shaq, beginning. Listen, listen, and now he's starting to rub you. You know what? You way. know what I really think is kind of what I thought at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I like him. I think he has a nice personality in general. Okay. But he is not being in this this iteration of uh Shaq. Mm-hmm. He's not honest. Okay. He's not honest. Well, in my is, opinion, that, I know that sounds kind of kooky. What is he not honest about? Who he is. That's not really what he wants. He would not have, you know, uh, low expectations and and take all that off her and let her, you know, get away with this, that, and the other thing. He will not. And he but, has even he has even retaliated and complained about this and that. He's much more controlling than that. Mm-hmm. He's he's not that person. But Mahi he is he not acting so beginning. sweet now. Well, not now. Well, I'm saying now is getting more like him. But now, it's not it's not very likable or attractive. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, he, you know, likes to have a good time and stuff like that. I mean, you know, superficial kind of things. But when you get into the real person, he's a lot more complicated. I never thought he was truly as he presented with her in the very beginning. You know, that whole thing she wouldn't kiss him for I would, how many weeks and all that. Now they go, now they have sex and everything. All that. He would, the real him, 
all that. But I don't, I don't think he, all that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like think how he's acting, acting towards her. Now. I don't like how he's acting. I don't like how she's acting. Well, both of them. I don't. I, I, you I, know, he needs to go on over with, with um, he's going, and she needs to be more realistic and and don't talk foolish talk. To me, the most real thing she said since she's been on the program is in that at the party when she said she wants to feel sure she wants to know from him that he really cares enough about her for them to move forward. And to me, she's insecure to that extent. And that's what she really is. Okay. Right okay. Now. That's fine. Uh, that mine is fine. I, I just, for me, I always, I, I have an issue with a lot of these things in general, because I feel a lot yeah. of times that women um, are always at a disadvantage when it comes to these relationship scenarios. Not all the time, or yeah, they don't, yeah, yeah. or they don't um, recognize their, you know, their wealth. They're not their wealth. They're a worth. They don't recognize that. And I, and I think, well, well, well some of them, uh, well, some of them don't have that problem. And the ones of them that don't have that problem, you know, we we focus on, mm -hmm. you know, because we get mad when we see the women behaving like that, you right. know. We get really mad, like with Jasmine. I'm, I'm very annoyed with Jasmine mm -hmm. because there's no reason for that with her. But then you have Dominique. Eh, I expected more. Well, and she, we, she you know, and say whatever you said. She just did wasn't feeling him, so she didn't feel no necessity. But she was also a young. Listen, that's the other I'm thing too. Kidding. It's all about like. You know, but, some, uh, but that young goes both ways. But that young also can be manipulated into acting a certain yeah. way. Did, did, yeah. did, did, she, she, did. Look, you gotta did, listen. You can say she wasn't this, she wasn't that, but damn it, she didn't care. Okay, said, no, I'm totally fine with feeling. her doing that so at she, this point. So because wait a minute, wait a minute yeah. now, and then wait a minute. But then did, you have a few. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a few of them who just they just wasn't feeling the man, and they just let it be known. They uh -huh. weren't nice about it. They weren't nice. Most of them who wasn't feeling the man weren't nice about it. But uh -huh. you had some women on there who wasn't feeling the man can and I, didn't care if you knew. Can I just say this, Ma? We have been proven and I, and wrong on several occasions when we were all, oh boy, poor Marshall. Oh, I feel so bad for him. And, and then we find out they weren't good guys. They weren't good guys. Right. And then, you know, and then the guy back, what, what, uh, what was the guy before with the, the, was the, the black couple uh, from Married at First Sight and, you know, his wife was real wild and overreacting with that. Was Zach? I don't remember her name. Oh, he was terrible, and he was terrible. Like, yeah, and so we all said, "Listen, I'm not saying that these women are perfect, but I'm saying, you know, I don't know. Shaq You're right. Might have You're that right. No, you know. So let's good point. Let's, good let's point. See. You 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 completely right. I agree, but I never did think he was as so called nice as he was trying to pretend to be. And is what I'm saying. Shaq? I always did think Shaq. Okay, I, I always kind of thought he was not that. I okay. always did kind of think he was, and it's scaring me, mom, because that. of his behavior. Because this is like when yeah. you were like a young, like you know, young, and yeah. you know, and just kind of like you know, starting in dating yeah. and, and having sex, and you know, this man that had sex with her, and his behavior changed, and I don't like that because that's something that you know when you're young. You know, if you aren't as experienced, you know, you're like, oh, when should I, when should not, you know, as you get older, you should, you know, you do what you want to do and you have a better idea and perspective and right. they should be at this point in their thirties, you know, it should be okay. You know, with, however, I think whenever Shaq they is have like sex. the youngest one there. All right. 
um, which you and know, he's I guess 31. like thirty one, right? So, you know, and so to me, the way some type of sense, right? Yeah. And the way that he's reacting and treating her after they have you know consummated their marriage, I don't like it. Makes you makes you think what makes you think he was not so sincere all along, all along, right? right. That's right. what I'm. That's how I'm looking at him. So that, we'll that's see. How, that's how, how I thought about. That's he's. You're not wrong. That's how I thought about him all along. That's what he's showing us. Yeah. He's showing us that little by little by little. And right. guess what? And he needs to go ahead and run away from her because she ain't sincere either. No, but she's the only one thing, of those people. The only, thing, like, the only thing, she didn't act like she was sincere. Right. Well, she's also, she's also one of those people who, oh, I'm, you know, oh, I'm pretty old. It's whatever. Get out of here. There's a lot of pretty people. Stop. Okay. It's not, right. l- listen, listen, it's not working for her. It's okay. Working for, Whatever yeah. she's thinking is not working for. So, yeah. I don't see anything too good in any of these couples. I used to think Chris and Nicole, but now that Nicole is acting like she totally forgot that they signed a nine-month lease agreement and now she's pushing for them to be to move together, wh- wh- why wasn't that something that you didn't, you know, push before? You right. know, not even push, but say let's have further discussion before we commit ourselves. So, hey, it's a lot. Let's see. They're wrapping up. Well, we have one or two more shows and then they'll... You Probably know, before Decision, decision Day. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's less than a week. Be- yeah. You know, as far as... On, well, you know, on you know how they stretch a week into a month. So, you know. Well, okay. it's probably coming okay. soon. Okay. Wow. All right. Three, th- three things that made you smile. Sun, the stars, the moon. Never fail to make me smile yet. The sun, the stars, and the moon. Okay, uh, for me, number one, Lamar Jackson, like I said, signing that uh, monster contract. Well, at least we think he signed it. I mean, it's coming. Um, number two, Janet Jackson is on her tour doing her thing. And then finally, my I'm not a big fashion person, but I do enjoy seeing the fashion at Met Gala at the Met Gala, and that is oh yeah May first. Me too. And so oh, yeah. you know we'll get to get to see some cool fashion. Okay, my anything you want to say before we go. I just want to tell everybody to enjoy yourself in moderation, but don't do anything I wouldn't do. Only do it in moderation. Okay. That's number one. Number two, stay woke. Okay. Number three, stay safe. Number four, let your voices be heard. Some combination of those things. Do them all. So everybody, thank you for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. As always, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also all things Feiju. Guys, continue to send us emails. We read all of the emails and also the DMs, but in particular the emails of info at bambushihappyhour.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Peju, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. And guys, we will be back real soon. We appreciate you. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.